cliffcentral.com. Can I just read this from Greg quickly? Okay. Guys, it's sad that the fact that our president is always busy fighting fires to save himself has become the norm. He spends all his time doing that, and we've become immune to it. That's so true. This guy is spending all of his time sorting out his own problems. He's busy sorting out the succession race so that he doesn't go to jail. He's fighting in court this week twice, two different times. He is so completely distracted by his own issues that there's no presidenting going on. And I can't understand how it became the norm. Like Greg says, it's actually kind of scary that this is what we're used to with this president of ours. Hmm. Every morning he wakes up and instead of thinking, I have been given the great honor of leading this country. There are 55 million people who depend on me to make the right decision every day. Instead of doing that, making just, you know, spend 80% of your time on your job. That's what the rest of us do. Yeah, but he's in too deep and his list of priorities have changed. And I'm sorry, but 55 million people don't rank highly on his list of priorities. Mm -hmm. He has to make sure that he doesn't go to jail. He has to make sure that... I mean, he's in too deep at this point. So, uh, sorry, South Africa, you're not a priority for the president. You're just not. Do you think he feels guilty about that ever? Do you think he? Do you think he has any? Because we've had this discussion before about no, him, him I, being I, a psychopath. I really believe that he embodies an African mindset towards power. If you look at other countries, look at history. It's I've got here. Now I don't care. I've got here. I will now take. I mean, how many countries have gone this way? I mean, it's it's the point of becoming a problem. Well, this is why Makosi Koza said that she's so disappointed that exactly this again we have uh, we've we've inf- we've supported a stereotype. Yeah, and, right? and this is what's becoming the African stereotype now. I'm in power, therefore I will take. He has no interest in leading whatsoever. That's never crossed his mind. I saw a really interesting article about um, Steve Biko and what has become of black consciousness in Africa. And it's worth having a look at. You just Google it and you'll be able to find it. Mm-hmm. But it's basically, you know, about precisely this, that the the real African and South African, and I include black and white people in this, um, we always come second to some, like, tribal boss who yeah. takes us takes advantage of us. And that that isn't what we deserve. Like, there are a lot of thoughtful, smart contributors to society on this continent i've met thousands of them and you probably meet them every day too and this guy this one dude becomes the big boss and then he lords it over us and for some reason we just can't escape it whether it was pia via buerta in the 1980s whether it's robert mugabe in zimbabwe whether it's jacob zuma here we have these these gaps where there are people like julius nyerere you know who's a a great leader, people like Nelson Mandela and Thabo Mbeki to a degree. And these people are able to break that mold, but never for long. It's always, it always comes rolling right back again. Mm. Got to ask why. Because not everybody can handle power. That's a good point. So it might not be our fault. It might be their fault, right? Well, power corrupts. But then on top of that, I begin to question what was his intention from the very beginning? Was it ever to say, I want to 
you know, help this country. I want to yeah. better the quality of, you know, call, lives call in cynics, this country. Yeah, call me a cynic, I think, yeah, this is a fundamentally hurt man for various reasons. And I think he, it's all about him just grabbing back. You know, I think even by deeming him hurt as being kind because you're giving a whole doctorful element of it. I just really think it was an egoic and is an egoic decision. I'd just like to point out one thing. If you are, if you're hearing these things now and you feel that somehow he represents you, please don't. Like none of us is thinking, oh, Jacob Zuma represents the average South African and that that you're not a good, useful person who's who's trying to make a positive difference in the world. Exactly. I, I, I don't believe that you should ever put people in boxes where you possibly can stay away from doing that. And, and Jacob Zuma shouldn't be the box that anyone finds themselves in. He's a singular, psychological, strange entity, psychologically strange entity. He's a, he's a very uh, typical megalomaniac and, and, and self-absorbed con man. And, and you, you don't need to feel like he is somehow dragging you down with him. Whether it's because you're a man or because you're black or anything else. I'm, I don't go around associating Jacob Zuma with the average person in this country. Mm, you're in the minority. Well. Yeah, but also believing anything he says, that's like believing a stripper loves you when you've had like 10 oh. lap dances. You can't, you can't buy into that bullshit. Man, Ben, what a good an analogy. Nice metaphor. But wouldn't no, it so be ti- so? I'm so tired of, of, of useless humans. Of the world over, but we've got a particularly <laughs> bad one right here. Wouldn't it be refreshing though if we all knew where we stood? Like if, you know, certain leaders were just honest, like, okay, listen, well, they, I they am just leaders. here to <laughs> set myself up for life. This is it. That's all I need in my life. All right. Well, there's thanks, Greg. Look what you've started. Yeah. <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.